Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far And you don't need a passport, which honestly, I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. weeks ago on the 100th episode of Just Be, I answered your questions. We had over 200 questions submitted and they were all so interesting and so thoughtful. I wanted to answer them all, but I only got through a fraction of them because there are only so many questions you can get to in a 45 minute episode. But the questions you send are so good and I love answering them so much. I learned so much about myself and you and it's just a great way for us to engage Um, I'm determined to keep chipping away at them on special occasions. And Mother's Day is maybe the most special occasion out of the entire year. It's always on my daughter's birthday weekend. And in honor of Mother's Day this Sunday, I'm going back and answering the questions you asked on parenting. So let's get into it. From Christina Brown. Do you think parents should be super hands-on all the time, or do you think there are things you should let your kids learn on their own? Um, they they just are. I, it sounds like you might have younger kids, um, and we worry about all the things that don't even happen, and they just get independent. I mean, my daughter doesn't love lunch at school, so when I bought 
sliced salami and mozzarella and Parmesan crisps and olives and put it out the first day with hummus. She was so excited. And I did it a couple of days. And all of a sudden, now I come home. I got it, mom. And she's making gnocchi with pesto. And she's making one day like a bolognese. And she makes roasted Brussels sprouts with sesame oil. And she's like kind of irritated if I want to do my own little parenting thing. So they become really independent. You're, you're, you want them to bathe. And you just think, God, this kid is disgusting. And they're never going to want to bathe their whole life. And then all of a sudden, one day, I have to go in the other room. I'm going to take a shower. Or it used to be only baths. And then my daughter, I, I need to take a shower. And I just got to go. I got to go like you know, do my skincare routine. I'm like, you're 11. So they get so independent that they're, it doesn't even matter if you intervene. I used to beg, I used to, you know, used to ask them to wear certain clothes. They didn't want to wear certain clothes. Then years later, they want to wear those same clothes you tried to get them to wear. Then you have to pack them for every trip and it's just annoying that you have to pack them. But then you get to the point where they want to pack themselves and you're like, God, this is going to be a freaking disaster. You need panties, you need toothpaste. And they just pack themselves and it somehow works out. So at least I introduced the packing cubes for my daughter to try to like separate her things, but they become independent. So it's going to work out no matter what. They will learn on their own. Okay, EHG1216, what is the story behind how I finally decided to let Brim be seen on my social media? You know, kids get into the age where they're interested in social media and my daughter's around me posting myself and sometimes she'll just put her face in and go, hey, to be perfectly honest, my daughter doesn't care about being on social media at all. She's not thirsty. She doesn't care about fame. Other kids that I know are constantly asking me about what I do and I'm on TV and what's it like and my followers and she's not into it at all. Once in a while, we'll do a humorous TikTok that we just find so funny and I frankly find it funnier but um, I need a partner in crime and I think it's, I just saw something ridiculous that I would love to do with her. Same with Paul, but they couldn't possibly care less. And um, when it's her birthday, I feel like, I, you know, I'm hiding someone that's in the witness protection program. If I don't post a picture of my child looking cute and I want to share it with you. And, and, and she does like when people will send messages, I'll then say to her, but honestly, she just doesn't, she doesn't care. So the story is that I felt and was under lock and key for so long. Um, yet I still don't like to really overexpose her. I like there to be a nice balance of reality and the fact that she's aware of social media and not feeling like I have her locked in the closet like a prisoner and she cannot be on social media. Although she probably wouldn't care at all anyway. She really just doesn't care. Um, from Kelkel1203, how involved is your daughter with your philanthropy? My daughter's 16. I've always tried to encourage her to help others. Do you have your daughter participate in other charitable events on her own or something her age group can do? Love what you do to help others in need. You do amazing things. Very inspiring. Well, it's weird. I was going to North Carolina to visit people at a shelter and donate aid. And Bryn came with me to load the boxes on the plane and was supposed to come. I don't remember if she was missing school. I think she was. And she got sick and she didn't get to come. She just didn't feel well. And then there have been other times when I thought I was going to bring her. I was going to bring her to North Carolina, uh, New Orleans, but the flights got canceled um, because of a storm. And so it hasn't been meant to be. She painted 25 original paintings and raised $12,500 for Ukraine. Um, but actually more now because 
Paul's mom gave more than she was supposed to. So probably fourteen to $15,000. But she realized after we went to Michael's and got the supplies and she got the canvases and she got into it that she had to make 25. I mean, it was volume. Making one is one thing. So she did realize what that meant and what she committed to because we had also thought we'd make all these bracelets and we bought all the right colors and it's time consuming. So she realized that she hasn't been hands-on enough yet. You know, lemonade stands and selling hot chocolate, cute kid stuff. But she hasn't really been hands-on enough yet. And I'm waiting for the right opportunity. Because often when I can bring her, it's too gnarly for a kid to be there. And then when it's in a place where I could bring her, it's two together. Meaning I'm just going and giving out be strong cards to people, which is nice. But it's not, it's a fine line between her seeing real desperation and seeing too much. I brought her to the Bronx to visit where the building was for the fires. And she got to see, like, those are the windows that, you know, there was a massive fire. I don't know if you remember in the Bronx. It was terrible and the whole building burned down. And so she got to see people that jumped out the window into a dumpster. And she understands, but there's nothing like hands-on. And, um... You got to get their hands a little dirty. You're going to have to just take them to see something really unfortunate or sick children because just putting together clothes, it makes us feel better. It's not actually necessarily helping someone. Just going for one day, it's kind of so we check the box and feel like we're doing the privileged parenting version. But you got to find a way for them to really get their hands dirty. Liz Beckett asks, was I afraid to become a mom? Did I have any fears that I wouldn't be good at it? Honestly, I didn't. And it's very strange because um, I second guess so many things in my life. I don't second guess business. I don't second guess parenting. I mean, there'll be a time when things aren't going that great and I'm upset or I'm sad or we've had an argument or, you know, I'm frustrated. But it's I'm never unsure. It's sort of like a person who's operating a vehicle that they really understand. And it's it's crazy because... I didn't have that maternal instinct. I'm sorry, Smalls. You've you've smutsy in your eyes. Gotta get it out. I don't like. I just want. It's better for you and better for me and better for everything. So, um, I didn't have that maternal instinct. I didn't look at moms and babies and dream about it. It just, I was pregnant. I had a baby. I felt madly in love. I understood it. I just, it just was something I instinctively understood. So I just go with my gut. You just go with your gut. You don't take too much advice because everybody's a pain in the ass and everybody's an expert and nobody could be an expert on something that's like the ocean. It's like a, it's just a moving, living, breathing organism that's just moving. At Catherine Matherin, what trait do I most strongly hope my daughter inherits from me? I don't think I really think about that. I mean, fearlessness, courage of conviction, individual individuality I mean these boxes are already checked at this time she's very individual and she's very original and I love that she's honest and I love that but she's better than I am because she's more reserved and not so aggressive and just more comfortable in her own skin in that way I mean she's really great um from anonymous do I tell Bryn she can't date until a certain age that's what my parents told me growing up but that definitely didn't work on me I have, a, I have an 11-year-old, too, and I want to protect her, but I also don't want our relationship to be strained because I'm telling her she can't date until she's 16, and then she hates me. 
I mean, they're not really dating. I mean, I don't know. Am I naive? I, I mean, they, I guess at like 13 or something, they'll start making out, I suppose, or 14. But you'd rather know what's going on than them just sneak and then have rebellion. I mean, dating, they talk to boys and they like to say that they're, you know, dating someone or I have a boyfriend or this one has a boyfriend. Then they end it the next day. They date the friend of the person. There's no code. They don't even know what they're doing. They're like small little animals in the wild. I don't think there's much to worry about, honestly. If there's something to worry about, you'll know it. But it's certainly not going to be changed by you locking your kid in a closet or telling them what they can and can't do at that age. Um, you know, the door is open if they are ever with boys and you check in on them and there's a certain um, time limit. But I find that they just they just all Zoom and group text. They don't do anything. They just want to say it. They've like watched a movie about what they think dating is and they just want to say it, but they don't do anything. From at Jax C, J A, they, they hold hands. They hold hands. I know that. J A X S I E E. What has been the hardest part of motherhood? Hardest part of motherhood has been um, just wanting to be with them all the time to the point where. So I went out to dinner last night. I went out to dinner at six o'clock. I got home at eight. And my daughter, I never do this. And that's my problem. And sad and it is what it is but my daughter when I got home she's like mama not really crying but like she was like I you know I thought you were coming home at 7 30 and you didn't come home till like 8 15 and I I I like I should I needed to have a plan with activities so I could you know figure out what I, I'm like you sometimes are away from me for days or you got she just but the idea of of me being out to her you know because we're we're there their assistance, where just, we just serve at the pleasure of them. So if they have something to do, they have plans, or they're, you know, doing something else, that's different. But we can't really have plans. So I'd say the hardest thing is being torn. I don't want to do anything when I am with her. I just don't want to. I want to be with her. It's just, it goes so quickly. So any time not spent with her, you know, gives me anxiety, but that's not necessarily healthy. And I understand there has to be a balance, but I don't know. I just choose her first. So the hardest part is not understanding what the balance really should be because I don't really care. I'm doing what I'm doing. And she used to sleep in bed with me a lot, all the time, probably until, I don't know, maybe like 10 and during the pandemic. And I lived for it. I don't care about the rules. She's not going to sleep in her. She doesn't sleep in my bed now. Once in a rare while, she'll fall asleep in there. Frankly, it's annoying. You're like, you're on my body and you're snoring and you need to go in your own good goddamn room. But you love it. And then once in a while, you'll crawl in their bed because you just want that extra because it's like extra time you get together. But the point is, they sleep in your bed. They're not, they're not going to college and sleeping in your bed. So don't worry about the stuff that doesn't matter. From Danny Rector, you talked about this a little bit, but did becoming a mother change your relationship with your mother? It did because my daughter wanted a relationship. And what she wants in that regard is more important because of the example and because of do-overs and breaking the circle and just just because. Um, okay, from Megan Brady, how do you think having kids changes romantic relationships? I had, a, I had a lot of shitty relationships in my 20s and now at 35. I found the love of my life and I just feel like the luckiest person in the world. But some of my girlfriends have had kids recently and it put a lot of tension between them and their husbands. I just feel like I waited so long to find the perfect guy and I don't want anything to ruin it. That's an interesting question, Megan. Well, that's a dance, okay? You don't have to do it right away. But if you don't have kids and you want to and or your partner wants to also and you go too long, that stage of selfishness could ruin it also. 
you know, nothing good lasts forever. Trees do not grow up to the sky. So you have to find that balance. You're 35. Maybe start thinking about it at 36 or 37. So you take that time, really get out of the honeymoon phase, be happy, and then you'll it'll be just like four seasons. One, The next season will come. So it doesn't have to be right now. But if you both have established in your individual lives and together that you want to have kids, don't then you don't want to not have them because of this honeymoon paradise phase. From Eric, what's harder? And also a relationship should grow and involve what it takes to manage difficulty and hardship and going through struggles and managing parenthood. Like life can't be just fantasy and, you know, rainbows and unicorns. And that will fade anyway in any relationship. So you might as well throw having kids into the pot if if, if the fantasy is going to fade. Um, from Eric, what's harder, running a business or being a parent? Great question. Being a parent is harder than running a business. Um, I think. I think they're similar. Because running a business involves a lot of elements in organization and coordination and communication, being emotionally intelligent. And I don't even remember if I just said, did I say running a business? Yeah. And, and being a parent involves all those identical things. And being present in your business is important and focusing on it and prioritizing it and being present. I think they're, you, they're both equally as difficult, which is, I've never been asked that. That's a great question, Eric. Anonymous, I'm a working mom. How do you balance advancing in work and being a good mom? I don't know how to split my time and I feel like I'm always doing everything half-assed. That's a terrible feeling. I get it. You need to be present in both. You need to win at both. You need to excel at both. And by having your ass in 42 places, you're then doing each thing halfway. If you do when you're working full on, you're totally committed. You're not divided. You're not thinking about the other thing. You're just doing it. And then the same thing goes to parenting and you're not always on your phone and you're present and you really create a discipline about it. You then can do both very well. It is possible. You have to be fiercely organized. That calendar needs to be like a chessboard that you plan out and move the pieces ahead of time. You have to be fiercely organized about your business and just about everything from stuff to doctor's appointments to packing to school to everything. You've got to be on the game. You cannot, you can't probably be in great shape, having sex, tan, uh, going on great vacations, being very social. You can't do it all, but you can be successful at work and parenting. You probably just can't be doing everything else in addition. Yay, I love the questions. Keep the questions and comments coming. Um, I think it's a great way for us to learn about each other. I love parenting. I love Mother's Day. And I love all of you. So I appreciate you. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And have an amazing day. And have a happy, happy Mother's Day. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation. And all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.